You know, I, I, I truly love this feature, but I can tell you one thing. My guest who I'm about to introduce has just depressed me. I should not have spoken to him off air before we started. But anyway, you know, we're going to have fun. Uh, we are official on Meet the Boss. So, uh, Tirani Mabunda has had a very illustrative illustrative uh, career as an administrator, educator, entrepreneur. He started his career as a clerk uh, in the civil service in 1981, branched into teaching in 1988 and became a registrar of the Guiana College of Education between July 1990 and December 1993. And then he started his business career on a part-time basis when he ventured into the taxi business in 1998. And that uh, launched his formal business career within the retail sector in 1993 after selling his fleet of three, three, only three minibuses and buying a Nando's franchise. Ended up owning two of those shops and during 1996 and early part of 1997 did part-time consulting for Statomet, a research division of the University of Pretoria. Now I could read his whole profile here, we'll end up having no time. So I'd rather he tells the story differently because he's sitting here himself to tell us his story. Good evening, my brother, and thank you very much for joining us. Good evening, Ram. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Officially, he is the chief executive officer of the Tirani Group. He's Tirani Mabunda. I have known of this name for so long, and I knew one day I'll get to meet you. And I've, I've seen I've seen your work, and I've seen you in the industry, and I, I, we are proud of what you do. And, and I'm, I must say for our listeners, we are happy to have you here. Thank you very much for inviting me once more, and uh, good evening to the listeners. Now, I, I've said a bit of this story, but you know the story that I like most that we never write in our profiles is, is where it began. Where was home? You know, this young boy, you know, primary school. Uh, where, where was it? Where did, where did this man all begin that we now see today? It all began in Malamulele. Yeah. Um, I was born... Uh, at Nkobani village uh, at Shikundu yeah. uh, close to the Punda Maria gate okay. uh, about 20 kilometers from the Punda Maria gate so that's where it all began yeah. <clears throat> and primary school there and moved to Giani Shikukwani and uh, did my uh, primary education also there yeah. uh, went back to Ntlavini Gijana to do what was form 1 then yeah. up to form yeah. 8 yeah. I can relate <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to explain. We're telling our ages <laughs> exactly. now, you know. And then um, I moved to Guiani High. Yeah. Uh, did my form uh, four and form five, which is metric now. Yeah. Uh, that was in uh, eighty. Then I remember, you know, when you asked about how it began, I had been promoted, I think, twice during the lower grades. Yeah. And so I passed metric. I am barely. 17, uh, must have been 16, yeah. 8 months thereabout. So I I had overtaken two of my siblings. Uh, and my father, by the way, had died when I was three. Um, wow. So I, I don't even know him. Uh, because yeah, I can they imagine used to work three. in Jobek. Yeah. They would come once every December. So Gee, I don't know him. So my mother had five of us to raise. And... I, I go home and I say, university? She says, you must be dreaming. There's no university. And I was tiny. You're seeing this big man I've now. seen this big man yeah, now. No, but I was, if I show you a photo <laughs> of them, you would laugh. Yeah. So she says, go and look for work. So I remember going in 81, um, in January. So I go to 
they were homelands then yes, because I'm yes, homeless. Yes. So I go to look for a job. I tell this lady, uh, Mrs. Joyce Nkuna, I'm looking for work. She looks at me and she laughs. She says, go to school. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> you know, so I say, she, she, she turns back to type behind her. Yes. Because her computer was not in, you know, those com in those days, the computers were very huge. Humongous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she turns to type. Yes. I didn't leave. She, when she wanted to fetch something from a table, I was still sitting there with tears rolling on my cheeks. Oh, mate. And she felt touched. She said, wait here, son. She went somewhere. And when she came back, she says, come and start work tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. So, and those days where the whole story started, because of their hunger to learn, those days they used to have uh, diplomas. Yes. That were done at Teflop and in Mangosuto. Yeah. It was political science and admin and finance. So I enrolled. And in 82, I started going for six months to Teflop, come back to work six months. Made. And you won't believe, my, my salary then, when I started working, was 191 rands. What year was this? 1981. You did well, I, because I got a job in 19... No, 86. Yeah. And my salary was 99 rand. Yeah, mine was 181. And I was in Johannesburg. So they cheated me, these guys. I don't know. <laughs> so so here is the issue. In, in, in the same year, they start selling houses. You know, three-bedroom houses. Yeah. No, not well. Close to RDP, but maybe better than RDP. Yeah. And there were 7,500. And that's the true story that is not being told there. Yes. And everything started from that 7,500. Because I wanted to buy one, but I was not 18 yet. So you were not legally allowed to buy a So house. I go back home to my village. I tell my big brother, brother, I want to buy a house. They want you to co-sign. He says, you're crazy. Do you see that gap there in those randavels? <laughs> That's where you must build your randavel. Exactly. That's where you belong. There. <laughs> so I say to him, okay. So I go back. I ponder this. I get a Mabunda guy, Victor Mabunda. I yes. say, Victor, sign for me. You are a Mabunda as well. Victor signed. So I bought the house. Wow. And At that age? Yeah, the installment was 82 rands from my 191. Yes. Then, fast forward. 82, 83, 84, I graduate this diploma. Right? Yeah. They adjust my salary to just under 500. That's a huge adjustment. And I've always been doing plans and you know this creative part yes and i drawn a house uh, a house you know the extension so i i then apply for an additional loan i think it must have been about fifteen thousand. i do an extension on my house because now i'm yeah. paid better exactly so i immediately enroll for a degree also with the uh, university of the north yeah you know corresponding and this is 85 86 87 I clapped the degree. Yeah. Record time. Four courses, three, three, done. They adjusted to about 800. So I finished my uh, extension. Yeah. The house is now complete with garage, everything. And it, I think my bond was now at 35,000. So this is 87. So 88. Teaching was paying better than clerical. Yeah. So I then said, no, I'm switching over to clerical. Yeah. <clears throat> so I switch over to clerical. Now, the pension for 
I'm, I'm switching over oh, to, to teaching. teaching. Yes. The, the pension for teaching and clerical were not the same. Yeah. Then it was the PIC. I don't know if PIC was there, but the pensions were not the same. Okay. So they pay me 8,000, which is my pension from 81 to 87. I take the 8,000. I buy a Corolla. <laughs> I was cool. Yes. But it lasted about three months. I meet a friend, Mishak Makuel. He has a taxi. So I say, hey, how did you get a taxi? He says, no, I pay about 8,000 deposit and they gave me a 16-seater. I said, really? A Toyota? Yeah. I, I get a pasta. He was looking for a car. Selling my car at 8,500. <laughs> the car that you bought for 8,000? Eight, 8, yes. 000. You're an auctioneer. You're yeah. born like this. <laughs> <laughs> You're born so, to do that. So I buy a taxi, right? And within like a year, I had three of them. Uh, within now, no, within two years, I had increased and I had three taxis now. But then, I, because of the leadership qualities, I became chairman and it was a bit rough <laughs> because, you know, there were wars and I realized now. In fact, if Mishak and I had not gone out of the taxi industry then, we would not be. I around. would not be talking to you. No, now. no, you wouldn't. You'd, you'd definitely not be talking to me. I would have been killed. Hmm. We would have been killed because about nine of the guys we worked with were killed. You know, so ninety-three, and, and you know, also this inquisitive thing. I, I would hassle people like Mike Nkuna, who was in business then, and he was building malls, and I would go to him. But I wanted to open a video shop. Yeah. Now it tells me how many people have video machines in Guyana, and you know they'll destroy your video cassettes and. It was VHS. Yes, then. at the not time. Even, yeah. Yeah. VHS. No, we're not talking DVDs. No, no, yeah. no. It, it, it was just after Betacom. Yes. You know, the, yeah, smaller, the smaller ones. ones yeah. yeah. So, you don't have to explain these things to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, he says to me, if you want to open a business, do food, baby clothes, or car parts. Wow. Because no one wants his car to stop. A baby has to eat and must wear clothes. And food, Everybody everyone eats. eats. Yes. And he says, and by the way, I'm building there. I have. I want a fast food there, and I spoke to the Nando's guys. They want someone, and this is '92, I think, beginning '93. So I said, "Ah, okay." So he says, um, "I could." I actually I came to Guyane on a plane. I could give you a lift, and I introduce you to the Nando's guys. So I go there. And so you're uh, gonna have to tell me this. Was that your first ever experience on an aeroplane? Yeah, it was, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it was. So, we come here. In my mind, because I'm I'm registrar now, eh? Yeah. So, in my mind, uh, my wife will do this thing. Yeah. Um, she will run the shop. Yes. You know the mentality. Yes, yes. So, the Nando's guys say, no, we want Owner you. operated me. Yeah. We yeah. want to lock you into it. Yes. And you start by scraping the floors. You clean the louvers. You have to know, you must fry the chips, you must fry the chicken, or grill the chicken. We, you are the one who's running this thing. I, okay, this is serious. But I was determined. So I go back, you know, I told, tell my mother I'm, I'm leaving. She used to see me wearing this gown this, and yeah, leading yeah, the procession you know? and conferring diplomas. She says, you want to leave work and go and grill chicken? I mean, that conversation was... <laughs> it was not an easy one. No. Right? Yes. But coming back to the house, now Nando's wants 500000 for its for their franchise. Yeah. So now the house 
was 37,000 old after the extension. Yes. Do you know I got about 200,000 out of the house? That house, that's 37,500. Exactly my point. And I sold the taxis. I must have got about 150 more. I was still short about 120. And I went to my friend Mishak. He topped up. And wow. the rest, as they say, right? Is history, my is brother. history. He is Tirani Mabunda, Chief Executive Officer of the Tirani Group. He is our guest on uh, Meet the Boss. I promise you, your story is going to leave a lot of people with goosebumps. I'm going to fast track to the, to, to the, to the uh, stage where you then get into auctioneering. I, I want to know how you ended up there before you actually opened your own organization. Let's let's touch just briefly on how I came to Jobek. Yeah. So Nando's was not a franchise when they started. You're a branch. They were a JV. Oh, oh you're a JV. Okay. So you would not even own the majority. You were a 49% shareholder. They were 51. Right? But okay. you, you would pay the full franchise. You know, franchise is... Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so... They decide that they want to list in around 96. So remember, you can't list unless you have the underlying asset. Yeah. So they had to buy all of us out. Everyone who was involved with Nando's was bought out in 1996. So they buy me out. I had two shops then because I had opened in Toyando as well in 95. Yeah. So they buy all of us out. Now, I had to choose because they were telling us this share will fly. You know, so I left some money in the Nando's listed, yeah. you know, in the IPO. And then I took some, come to Jobe. Because there was a guy who I used to work with uh, in a board. Uh, he would tell me, when you finished selling chicken, you must come to Jobe. We do real business. So I came to Jobe. I became CEO of Africa Now. It's a research company. Mm -hmm. And well, uh, I know, I know Africa Now. Yes, yeah, yes. with Eric Mafuna. Yes. Yeah. So... It must have lasted about six months. Then I then went on with my friend Sifiso Falala. We went to form Plus 94, Plus 94. Research I know in Plus 1998. Yes. We formed, in fact, I left Plus 94, uh, 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 Africa now, and I went to form the company. Mm -hmm. Then Sifiso joined me. And that company is still part of the group yeah. under investments, and it's Top five research company is the only South African research company in the middle of all those multinationals. Yes. But but you gotta have to explain this to me, Tirani. Where where does the entrepreneurial blood come from? I mean, you when you're telling me this story, you didn't know the old man, old lady was taking care of five children. Where where did this part I, thing come I, from? I look. I, uh, by the way, I uh, I submitted my uh, thesis for a PhD uh, on the thirty first of March. So twenty seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. So the external examiners. Congratulations, mate. Thanks a lot. So the external examiners are still busy with that. Mm -hmm. But what I, why I'm bringing that also into it is there, there was a you know a book called Now Discover Your Strength. No. You need to read that because it will also give you a test that you will take. It's by Marcus Buckingham. Okay. I'll note so, it. You see, it gives you uh, your, th your your strength. 
what your God-given talents are. And it's spot on because it's based on research they conducted, um, the Gallup Foundation conducted with more than, I think it's now 10 million people. So it's very accurate. So I never understood myself, even myself. But you know what my top five talents are? One is uh, ideation. Now, when they say you ideation, it's like you seek. Yeah. You seek of producing ideas. That's ideation. The second one is achiever. So achiever is if you're not waking, you'll feel like you have withdrawal symptoms. You, 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 you're not, you know, a workaholic of note. The third one yeah. is uh, self-assurance. You know, it's, it's strategic, sorry. My third one is, is strategic. Now, strategic is the ideas that I generate, I'm able to strategize around yeah. them because I also have that talent. Then I have relater, which is I'm not good at making new friends. I keep the same friends and I cultivate the relationship deep. Then the last one is self-assurance, which is like confidence. But all of those things, if you combine them, they could fool you. If I asked you, you would say I'm an extrovert. Which I'm not. Well, I, I, I don't even see an extrovert in you. I'm an introvert. And the introversion comes from ideation. Because to generate ideas, you need your space. You need to be alone. And that's how I thrive. You could take me... I remember last time I went to America. I addressed auctioneers there at the conference. There were about 2,000 of them. I wowed them. You know, with a message from South Africa. I was chairman of the auction institute here at the time. And as soon as we finish, when people are going now to the welcome party, and that's not my thing. I last maybe 10 minutes there. I'm back in my room. That's where I belong. And I can ideate. You clearly don't even drink alcohol. If you don't socialize. Socially, I do drink, yes. <laughs> yeah. I used to drink in my early years. <laughs> Don't tell us. <laughs> Let's take a break and we continue this conversation just now. <laughs> now discover your strength. Here's a threat. If I don't open the lines now, he'll never stop talking. So if you want to talk to Tirani Mabunda, and I know you want to, you know him or you've listened to his story, you want to get into his this kind of business, you want some advice about anything. In business, or at least about a book to read, zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven, and he's here. We're going to take your calls. We're going to make them quick and get to 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 be fascinating about it because he's got a lot to tell. I really, I really want us to go to the auction business, and, but yes. I want to ask it differently. Yes, I want to ask. I mean, not only are you in the business. You are also a very uh, significant player in the business. But I want to know, how easy was it for you to get into this business? Because from where I sit, and I don't know much about it, I'll tell you, it looks white. So when did you come in, and am I right in my assertion about this industry? It's, it's very closed. Um, when, before you went to the break, I was telling the story about Plus 94. Yes. So I go into Plus 94, 98 with FISO, and... I'm an executive director. I concentrate on qualitative research. Sifito yep. is, is doing quantitative. But by 2000, I realized that I'm suffocating because I'm keeping this research directorship post. Yeah. 
but I have a construction company. I have, I, I'm generating ideas. Yes. So I say to Sfi, so you know what? I'll dilute my shareholding so you can get another partner and I will retain a stake that I still keep to this day. I'm going out because I have to go out and do what I want to do. Mm. That's when in 2000, um, I was doing consulting. Uh, I also had a Tirani consulting company. Yeah. Uh, because I've always had this academic background. So in one of my consulting assignments, it was 10 key. I had to appoint an engineer to measure the road network of a province. And I also had to appoint an auctioneer to dispose the redundant assets that were in the rationalization project that I was doing over a two-year period. Yes. I was paid, I think, $1.8 from that project over two years. Here comes the auctioneer. At the end of my project, he does his magic and his fees must have been two and a half million. Now that fascinated me. Yes. Nothing I do, Rams, is about money. When you are an entrepreneur, even when you read books about entrepreneurship, an entrepreneur doesn't start anything because he wants to make money. Yeah. He's just sick. He starts it and he makes money as a byproduct. Yeah. So... Then this, his whole art fascinated me. So I say to him, from now on, when I get a, a client and they want to sell something, I'll always write into the contract this portion of disposal so you can come and do it. In fact, I'll do more. I'll market for you work. So I registered something called Tirani Asset Disposal, and I started marketing. And I got a job, three-year job with Houghton Government in 2001. But three auctions into it, the guys they say, you know, you're fronting because yeah. white guys are coming are to coming do this here to thing. do this thing. Yes. So I go to this company. I say, I want to buy a stake. So I legitimize myself. They say, no, we're not selling. So I say, okay, from next auction, I'll do it myself. Don't come. And they say, how will you do it? I say, no, watch me. Yeah. Of course, it was difficult. I can only imagine. I would trip myself. I would be auctioning and forget the number. And it's not easy. But as, as we speak today, I come from doing an auction for APSA. I sold 262 cars today. We must have made for APSA more than 30 million in Boxback. And I was, I called, you know, I'm told the other auctioneers we work with there. They go when they are doing their auction with three auctioneers. I, I was standing during the auction, half past 10, we finished half past 11. Never went to the loo, I never ate anything. Obviously, I drink water, but I perspire through the mouth because yeah. I'm talking all the time. And if you divide 262 cars by the hours between half past 10 and half past 3, you'll find that we're doing, on average, a car a minute, maybe a minute, 30 minutes. One car a minute and 30 minutes? Yeah. Okay, look, they are calling. They want to talk to you. Zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven on Twitter at Rams by the Horns and on Facebook Metro FM Talk with Rams. We'll take your questions and we're gonna try and move them as fast as we can. David, you calling us from Sanga? Good evening. Hey, Rams. Later. How are you, my brother? I'm dark and lovely. How are you? Yeah, I'm 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 super monogodobias. <laughs> Talk to us. Talk to us, my brother. Yeah, we are sitting. You know, I'm so happy that that man who's sitting there mm -hmm. is a philanthropist, an entrepreneur par excellence, black excellence. Yeah, that's the Pirano Mabunda for you. You know, I'm happy. He says that he sold, you know, Africa's for around 80 million, and I hope that 
I'll get a percent, you know, 50 million. <laughs> it won't be bad, you know. And I'm saying to you, Rams, and Dirano, good evening. Evening, Dave. How are you? How are you, my brother? I'm good, man, and you? You know, you always inspire us, you know, all, you know, in particular black people. We are so inspired by you. I know the terrain where you are is dog-eat-dog, you know. This uh, industry where you are, it was known as the white industry, and you've mm. transformed that, and we are still uh, bringing some youngsters into that industry. Mm. And I must mm. tell you, whilst we are still alive, people celebrate people when they are dead. I want to celebrate your life, my brother, whilst we are still alive. And, Dave, and we are saying, keep it up, my brother. Keep it up. We are doing a good, good, good job for this country. We need a lot of people like you. You remind me of Warren Buffett and uh, uh, Billy Gates, you know, you are in the same footstep. You are walking in the same footstep of those guys. You know, some people, unfortunately, I can't devise too many things on radio. But I can tell you, Rems, the men we are sitting next to there, a humble guy, you know, from a humble beginning, yeah, you know, yeah. and uh, a, a self-made multimillionaire, you know, no, no man among a big business. And I can tell you, Rems, you know, time won't be enough. As you know, there's a lot of people who calling. But I must say that, Mabunda, Keep it up, my brother. Thank you. Thank you very much, David. Uh, I know I'm privileged to be sitting next to him, no doubt. Another David calling us from Pretoria. Good evening, Dave. Rams, good evening, my brother. How are you? I'm well, mate. Thank you. Give it, give it to us. Give it to us. We are listening to you. My brother, the gentleman that you are hosting today is a diamond. The man is humbled. The man is down to earth. I met the man last year through a friend, through the David that we spoke to before. Oh. And when I met him, the first impression that you get is not exactly what, if you do not have his background, if you do not know his background, you wouldn't believe that the man is at that particular stage in life. Mm. You know, when I met this man, I'm telling you, I was at another level of life, in life, and we, I sat down with him and I unraveled my vision. And this man bought into my vision. As I'm talking to you, my brother, I wouldn't want to reveal a lot of things on television, but when, a man, when you meet a man for the first time in your life and a man puts about five million into your life, risk-free, what manner of man is that one? Oh, Humble man. Dave, how my brother? I'm good, man, and you? You are my mentor, my brother. Thanks a lot. May Jeff. the Lord bless you. Thanks a lot, sir. The African nation has given birth to a giant. And we feel blessed and we feel honored. David. To have benefited, to have benefited from this gold that you are, my brother. Thank you very much. I, I, I always get touched when our people acknowledge success among us because we don't do that. As he says, we wait for people to die. Tabang in Kempton Park. Good evening. Hi, how are you? Good. Go for it, mate. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm calling in. I have two questions. Uh, first of all, I would like to know from Mr. Magunda, uh, what was his biggest failure? Uh, we missed your question because your, your ear pressed on something on the phone. What was the question again? Uh, what was Mr. Magunda's biggest failure starting business? Okay. Any other question? Uh, the, the second question would be, what keeps him going? Thank you very much, Tabang. We're going to respond to that. I'm going to take two more, then we, are, we, we I'll get you to speak to you, uh, Lynn Ford in Bramley. Good evening. Yeah, good. And, uh, we're listening to you, mate. Greetings. Greetings to the leadership. Greetings, sir. Good yes, evening. Yes, uh, I know. It makes me happy, Uguzwa, 
umuntu fana na wakumula akuluma ashera history sake you know uh we are young entrepreneurs we lack mentors black people don't mentor people who have made it who are black they don't mentor mm. so to hear abantu abafana na bakuluma baskutaza it makes us happy i know ngachabula puti mnandi Siyachavula ngukulalela kwa Queen Fort ngakwa khohlo kulalela babo lalelelo yonke yonke lemihle 24/7 Valentine Good evening Hello please switch How off your radio Hello switch off your radio Valentine Hello Oh yes Valentine quickly Yes We listening to you Valentine Hello yeah me has to me samabula Yes, you I'm listening chief. Eh, mhlabe. Ah eh. Ta mhlabe kenze ngopu kulesi ninga ishare la story sha ngina. Ikuri it's like it's related and it's meaning akaso na I keep on hustling every day. So now I need decide not give up on Maralesi. Marita ngomunga mabula it's very encouraging. So ikenza ngopu kaso na mhlabe. Thanks a lot. Like na kenza Valentine, na kenza and that's what I said to you earlier. Yeah. There are many people who sit somewhere and they think the li- their lives are worthless. And when they don't hear these stories, they don't realize actually that it's not the end. And we need to be telling these stories. But I want us to respond. I mean, we, you got a lot of accolades. But two important questions. Yes. The first one, what are the biggest failures? Tabang asked that question. Mm. You know, you know, Rams, ne? there's this problem. And, and this problem has also been created by our government to an extent. Mm. The problem is about entitlement. Uh, if you listen to the story I was telling you, yeah. <laughs> there's no one who helped me. And there was no one in the family, extended family, who was in business to even assist. You know, yeah. when things are tough, you, you tend to maybe your uncle who yeah. is also in business and can maybe inject something. You don't have that. You're on your own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem with today is that people expect government to do everything for them. And uh, if he asks about what was the biggest failure or the biggest challenge, I think that's what he yeah. wanted to say. The biggest challenge has been funding. But now, Rams, I'll tell you, we run in Tirani Group today about 15 companies uh, in eight divisions. I've given you a card. There's yeah. auctioneering, which we've spoken about. There's construction. We have uh, seven, I think, grading company. Uh, we have education and training. We have a school in Guiani, a private school. Mm. Um, you, go- you must Google our website, wow. uh, Tirani Holdings, yeah. za. It's actually in the landing page. It's a school I'm very proud of. We... You saw it on APSA, I'm sure. Mm, of course, of when course. When APSA were advertising. <laughs> but APSA didn't put a cent in that school. We built it with own funds. And now it has 600 learners. You know? Maybe. And and that is... Our, it's a private school and it's a fee-paying school. But you know, in an area where it is, in the rural area, it's going to give back a lot. Then we have funerals, we have... Um, under investment to plus 94 that I told you. We have transport, you know, in, in, in Pumalanga. Yeah. We run a fleet of about uh, 300 buses for scholar transport. So you've come full circle from those three minibus taxis to... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but all of these things, there hasn't been anything where... You know, last time I was talking in um, Pulukwane, 
encouraging young entrepreneurs. Mm. And uh, Andy Lekumalo uh, yeah. from the other station. Yeah, from Power. It's okay. From Power. Can say that. He, he, <laughs> he started by um, teaching them how to fundraise. Mm-hmm. So my first comment before I started talking, I said to them, it's okay that they teach you about uh, f- fundraising. But one thing I'll tell you, if you're an entrepreneur and you want to do what you want to do, you'll do it with or without funding. Zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. So, so, so the biggest challenge has been funding in this country, uh, where, for instance, if you have your own, or, because all the companies we run, uh, Rams, there's no company we've bought. We build them from the ground up. So, if you, you know, in America, in Silicon Valley, when someone says, "I have an idea," apparently people get interested. In our country, not even. DFIs, you know, the Development Finance Institute, they don't fund ideas. They want you to go with a bankable business. Which is very sad, by the way. Which is sad. And I've always lamented that that our DFIs are no different from the major banks. They are worse than the banks. Yo, let's not go there. (laughs) But then the second thing, what keeps me going from Tabang, is passion. Yeah. And it's also the issue that I told you. I didn't understand myself until I read that book. And oh, by the way, by the, the way, test. you have to you have to repeat it because I I missed it and somebody is really trying to is is wanting this book very badly. What's the name of the book again? It's Now Discover Your Strength. Okay. By Marcus Buckingham. So Lavita Soul essay, you got it, ne? Now Discover Your Strength by Marcus Buckingham. It, you read it, you'll get to a point where it says take a test. It's about an hour, hour and a half test online. Then it gives you the results. I tell you, it's the best gift you can give yourself because you begin to understand yourself. There's a section there where the book talks, you know, about the amount of time we waste as individuals. You know where we waste it? Yeah. By trying to fix our weaknesses. And that has to do with the passion I'm telling you about. I wake up every day to do the things I love, which is creating businesses and mentoring people. Now, you know, he gives an example of the guy who was coaching um, this guy, man, the, the, the golfer. Uh, Tiger Woods. Uh, Tiger Woods. Yeah. So he discovers that Tiger Woods battles with, uh, you know, the banker. Yeah. But he's very good on the fairway. So he says, you know what? The, the previous coach was, who was coaching him would spend a lot of time in the bunker. In the bunker. He says, no, no, no. Don't worry about the bunker. Let's spend all the time perfecting what you're good at. But we will spend maybe 30 minutes or an hour in the bunker in case you get it there. We want to train you so that you don't get it to the bunker. Now, as human beings, even when you go to a job, they say, let's give him to a, they do tests. They say, these are your weaknesses, we'll take you to a course to fix your weaknesses. We should never fix people's weaknesses. What for? Okay, let's let's take more calls. Uh, uh, before before we, we run out of time, uh, Nontogozo uh, is calling us from Sentin. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? I'm, I'm well. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm good. Thanks, Mr. Babote. Um, I'm just calling in basically as one of his mentees, where one of the people is mentored, mm. uh, where he's taught me personally a lot about business. 
um, and, and I can go on and on, but we just want to congratulate him for the work that he continues to do, especially with the young people in this country when it comes to education. Mm-hmm. And and we know sometimes, and, and something I would like to share with everyone, is that he often spends a lot of money on education, especially with learnerships um, from his own pocket. And it's something he doesn't really talk about. And it's something I wish he, he talks about just to show and lead an example to say, guys, it doesn't mean that if government cannot do it, we cannot do it. Mm. Also. Mm. We need to lead by example. And it's, it's, it's a call to a lot more businesses to continue with that, to say as leaders, let's lead by example and plow into education because the black child needs it more than we do. But the black child, we need to uh, plow back in the feed back to the black child that's all i have to say well by the way uh, uh tiran is this is the person who put a gun to my head to make sure that i interview you you know she's, oh. she's not talking about it on air but <laughs> Nantogola, thank you very much for the call and have a great evening uh so now i know who <laughs> yeah put me on the spot exactly exactly <laughs> and uh, also in sentin Vusi, good evening good evening how are you uh we still fine Vusi. get to the issue great great um Mr. Mabunda, this is Vusi. How are you, sir? I'm good, and you, Vusi? I'm good. I'm really enjoying your interview. I just want, I just have one question for you. Can you please tell us what an entrepreneur is? What what is it that makes a person an entrepreneur? And what uh, separates some entrepreneurs from others? Thank you. Go ahead. Oh, sure. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Vusi. Um, ish. Um, Rams, I tell you, the time is a problem. Uh, yeah, it is. Because I've been he, traveled already. he is um, touching on an issue. I told you about the thesis earlier. Yeah. My thesis is on a topic called enterprise noership. I see you pussy. Yeah, because I've never heard of the lost. word, yeah. I coined it in, in, in an academic sense. I'm sure other people had coined it in other senses. But as far as the academic research that I've done, um, I must have written about 300 pages on this enterprise entrepreneurship. Now, it answers Vusi's question. Most people masquerade around a country claiming to be entrepreneurships, and they are not. And that's where also in terms of the intervention government is making that's where government is failing. Because if you administer the wrong medicine to someone, you won't get the right You're results. not helping them at exactly. all. Exactly. So, i give you an example. Let's take a break. I'll listen to the example when I come back. Okay. We are concluding our conversation with our boss tonight, Tirani Mabunda. Uh, Chief Executive Officer of the Tirani Group. A group of 15 companies and growing uh, a self-made entrepreneur. You are, you are still giving me this example. That uh... no, the example I wanted to give you, Rams, is the um, you know an entrepreneur, which like Vusi asked, yeah, has to interrupt. He has to, he he's like someone who creates something. Yeah, you know, uh, someone in the ilk of your Ray Kroc. You know, they create some. Even if you don't create something new, yes. you you change the way it's been done. Exactly. Exactly. Now, if you go and buy a um, the McDonald's franchise in Sentin, what have you interrupted? Because uh, even tomorrow you could wake up and they've sent you an email overnight from America yeah. and they're saying to, from tomorrow, this is how we do the menu. Yes. 
and you have to just administer it or implement. So that person in my analysis of the thesis I've written is an enterprise newer. It doesn't make him any, uh, you know, less important. But it's just that you need to understand who he is so that you can support him in a correct way. Let's take two last calls and I want you to talk. No, no. In fact, let's start with that. Uh, Ayana and Vulan, I'm going to talk to you just now. You are launching something on Thursday. I don't want us to miss this thing. It's very important. We're launching the South African Professional Auctioneers Association. Mm-hmm. Now, auction, auctioneers, black auctioneers, are participating at a level of 2% in of, an, of the industry. Of the industry. 22 years after democracy. An industry that uh, is in fees upwards of $2 billion. So, black auctioneers so are, are 2% not... 2% of $2 billion. Yes. And that's fees. Yes. Uh, auctioneers move around 40 to 50 billion in assets, uh, you know, uh, per annum. Uh, but black auctioneers so, are only sharing less than 50 million in fees and, and of what, the 2 billion. What, what is the point of this association that you're launching? Well, the association is to start making noise and saying something needs to change. Yes. Something must give. Because some of us, like Nontokoso said earlier, we have plans to. We, we actually have a school as part of the 15 companies to train auctioneers, wow. uh, accredited by SACWA. And, and we want to, because the people who buy at auctions currently are less than 4 million. Now, in a country of 55 million, you have more than 40 million who, when you say auction, they don't even know they what, you're, no talking what you're talking about. I was telling your producer earlier that we sold cars today which people could come and buy and finance on the floor from APSA itself at 30% less than retail price. And the car was having 9,000 kilometers on the clock. It's almost a new car. Let's take two last calls quickly. And I mean quickly, Ayanda. Good evening. Uh, good evening, Wednesday night. I say, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, to be quick, sir, I just want to know, how would you advise a young, a young entrepreneur Move into a clothing industry. How how do do I stand firm and make sure that everything goes accordingly uh, with, with minding uh, the passion, of course, being there and everything. Why does that one stop? I can make sure that I stand out and and I produce quality uh, services to people. How to how to okay? Stand? We, we got the question. Okay. Uh, Ayanda Vulani, uh, quickly. I got twen- twenty seconds, please, mate. Hi, <clears throat> Mister Mabuzi. Yes, sir. How are you doing, sir? No, Fulani, I'm going to put the phone down. i got 10 seconds, mate. Okay, now I'd like to thank that man, sir. Uh, that man happens to be my father. Um, <laughs> and I work with him. Yes, Fulani, see. That, uh, people understand that that man is a tailgazer of notes. He has set a path for us, uh, the ones that follow him and the ones that work with him. That uh, it's a, it's a, He's climbed Mount Everest plenty times, pulled over in terms of what he has done. And uh, it's going to be a tall task for us to follow. Hey, Tara, thank you very much, Vulan. Unfortunately, I've run out of time. <clears throat> Can we quickly respond to that question? How, how does one, and it's not about clothing really, how does a young person get to do something that can make them recognized in business? They start something small. How can they grow themselves to the next tyranny? Yeah, um, maybe people like him, he, he should just send maybe an email. We could meet and we talk to him because it's, it's not a question you can answer in an, in a minute. Yeah. Um, because he has to be selling the market and 
there, there's so many things that uh, one could tell him, and I don't think we can do justice to a question like that. How, how, um, many, how many emails are you prepared to get? No, it doesn't. <laughs> we do we do get emails all the time. So it's fine. You, uh, the question is, do you give this email address here? Are, are you are you happy to give the email address here, or should we give that email address directly to him? I have support. Uh, in all the 15 companies, I have MDs. If okay. there are questions that are going to companies, some of them end up being, you know how uh, your Richard Bransons, they do business now. Yeah. He gets ideas from other people, set them up and either takes a stake or whatever it is. Yeah. We are in that mold of doing business where we, we help other people to also do business on their own. Yeah. But most importantly, I think you want to learn more about what these people do. Go to www.tiraniholdings.co.za. That, uh, that website address is already on our Facebook page and you can communicate with the man himself at tirani at tirani.co.za so it's tirani at tirani.co.za and hopefully hopefully you can learn a thing or two and one day I want to interview you after getting to learn from him my brother time can never be of any help when I have a subject like this, I wish I could have another three hours with you. But it is a wonderful, wonderful journey to walk with you tonight. Thank you very much, Ram. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you for the work that you do. I really want you to come back more, especially about, you know, the school for auctioneers and stuff like that. I, I want to see change in that industry. Not because I'm interested in it, but because I'm interested in in black people playing a, a role in, in, in economy. And, and that space got, is it's a very big player in the economy. I, I want to see more what's going to happen in that space. Definitely. No, anytime. All the best. Um, thank you very and much. And congratulations on the job that you've done over the last years. Thanks a lot. That concludes the show tonight. Once again, I apologize for not taking your calls to advertise your business, but I think you've learned more from listening to our guest on Meet the Boss, Tirani Mabunda. It concludes the show tonight and we back next Monday from me, Rems Mabote. Good night and God bless.